The Long War. Since the Horus Heresy, the Chaos Space Marines have been a constant threat to the Imperium. Their raids and assaults are a grave menace. And every few generations, the forces of Chaos spill forth in massive invasions, spreading misery and destruction across dozens of star systems. A constant problem for the Imperium that has been exponentially exacerbated since the birth of the Cicitrix Maledictum. The ancient events of the Horus Heresy have long since passed into myth within the Imperium. The average Imperial citizen is entirely ignorant of the tumultuous events of the Imperium's founding. 10,000 years of history have obscured those dark days when Horus almost enslaved mankind with the shackles of chaos. Indeed, records of the full horror of the heresy are only preserved now by the demon-hunting inquisitors of the Ordo Malleus, and perhaps within the memories of the Emperor himself. However, within the Eye of Terror, time flowed differently, and the same traitors who howled their praises to the gods of chaos before the walls of the Imperial Palace still live to this day. Their defeat gnaws at them like a cancer, and their hatred of the Imperium that they helped forge burns undimmed. These deadly warriors who were tall, powerful space marines, proud warriors clad in plasteel and ceramite armor, have become cynical and embittered reavers, determined to destroy that which they once protected. For these warriors, the Horus Heresy is not some distant, half-forgotten age, but a glorious war still in living memory, a war that is still being fought. Little remains of the organized legions that waged war upon ancient terror, millennia of jealousies and infighting, have broken down the legions into companies and warbands of varying size. Each is led by a captain or champion of chaos who pursues his own destiny. The most fervent worshippers of the dark powers band together to form squads blessed by their patron god and bear his mark upon their bodies and armour. Most have simply sworn themselves to all of the gods of chaos. Others give themselves over to possession by demons, allowing the monstrous creatures of the warp to venture out into reality, clad in the flesh of a living man. In the ever-changing delirium of the demon worlds, most Chaos Space Marines have survived the worst of the warping influence of Chaos by keeping their sense of purpose. They are carried forth by ancient warships that have survived from the time of the heresy, but are now encrusted with millennia of Baroque decoration and scarred by old battle wounds. The traitor legions also capture drifting space hulks, and refit them to use as vast battle barges carrying thousands of troops. With these, the war bands of chaos go forth to despoil the worlds of the Emperor, enslave his followers, and steal his weapons and wealth, so that they might carry out further attacks. Thus the raids of the Chaos Space Marines are an ever-present threat to the worlds of the Imperium of Man. Over the turn of centuries, the forces of Chaos have been further swelled 
by space marines that have turned from the light of the Emperor to pursue their own agendas, freed from the dogma and traditions of their chapter. These renegade space marines fully indulge their superhuman bodies and warrior minds. They most often become corsairs and mercenaries, using their unequaled battle skills to gather wealth and power, rising as tyrannical figureheads of pirate fleets and rulers of bases hidden on desolate planets. As they explore this new freedom of possibilities, these space marines inevitably turn at some point to the gods of chaos to grant them more power to do with as they will. And from this point on, they are as doomed to walk the path of the Chaos Champion as much as any traitor from the Horus Heresy. These renegades are hunted men, loathed by other Space Marine chapters, who consider it a duty of honour to crush any renegades within the Adeptus Astartes, lest their perfidious behaviour become a stain upon all Marines. Though never rivaling the size and power of the legions, a Space Marine chapter is a potent military force, and when an entire chapter turns renegade, it is a grave threat indeed. With all of the resources of a Space Marine chapter at their disposal, the renegades of chaos destroy armies, conquer worlds, and despoil whole sectors of the Imperium. Such events warrant an extreme response from the Imperium, not to mention other Space Marine chapters. It is perhaps the most trying test of faith for a Space Marine to fight another Space Marine, and these internecine conflicts often have calamitous effects on other chapters nearby. In these circumstances, such inter-chapter wars tend to escalate quickly, engulfing many worlds with bloodshed. On occasion, those forces sent to deal with the treacherous chapter may actually end up in a whole, or in part, joining those they were sent to destroy. Such an occurrence infamously took place during the Obscuran Uprisings of the late 34th millennia, during 400 years of anarchic separatist rebellions across much of the Segmentum Obscurus, at least seven Space Marine chapters broke their oaths to the Emperor and took part in the looting and pillaging of hundreds of worlds. Of these chapters, two of them, the Sons of Vengeance and the Silver Guards, initially fought on the side of the Imperium, but became renegades after their actions against the Free Council of Henidra II. Brutally crushing the rebellion that had overthrown the Imperial Commander of the World, the two chapters ran wild, slaughtering and looting in the name of the Emperor. Soon the renegades dropped even the pretense of punitive action against the rebels when the Sons of Vengeance took their campaign to the neighbouring system of Lascara, which at the time was still loyal to the Emperor. By the time news of the betrayal reached the Adeptus Terra, the two chapters had split into dozens of warring warbands and turned 14 star systems into their battleground as they spilt each other's blood in a savage war for dominance. This and many other cataclysmic events have bloodily punctured the history of the Adeptus Astartes right up to the present day. Though there are no complete accounts, even in the archives of the Inquisition, the Lords of the Ordo Malleus believe that as many as 50 Space Marine chapters 
have fully fallen to the wilds of chaos since the end of the Horus Heresy. The fall of Kartuth, the League of Deliverance, the Circle of Restitution, the Reign of Blood, the Fourth Quadrant Rebellion. Throughout all of these momentous events and wars, the loyalty of the Space Marines has proven fallible, and the lures of chaos strong. The most recent was the turning of the Angels of Flame chapter during an extended mission of reconquest on the rim of the galaxy near the Ghoul Stars. Even now, planetary governors, imperial inquisitors and military commanders in the region wait with trepidation for the bloodshed that will surely follow. The Constantinus Iconoclasm while renegade chapters are a grave threat to the Imperium, it is thankfully rare that a chapter turns to chaos in its entirety. More often, individual space marines succumb to the temptations of the chaos gods. Despite extensive psycho-indoctrination and the constant attention of a chapter's chaplains, the seed of heresy can take root in the heart of any space marine. If allowed to grow unchecked, such sins as indulgence, ego, and ambition can turn a space marine from a, the role of defender of humanity to self-appointed judge and executioner. Desertion amongst the ranks of the Adeptus Astartes is extremely uncommon. However, when a space marine chapter is fully stretched, its warriors scattered across many battle zones, it is impossible for the officers and chaplains to monitor every battle brother. Alone, or as small groups, space marines on extended patrol can become divorced from the chapter's teachings. They feel their skills are wasted or their dedication overlooked, and from such thoughts grow doubts. With no reassurance from the chaplains, no comradely brotherhood to give them succour, a space marine might then decide that he has sacrificed enough for mankind and turn to more selfish goals. This was the case for Sergeant Constantinus, of the Sons of Gilliman. As part of the fourth company of the chapter, Constantinus and his squad fought in freeing the populace of Nova Terra from Tyranid attack. Squad Constantinus was one of a handful of units left on Nova Terra to combat any resurgent Tyranid organisms that had survived the war, and to monitor the populace for signs of gene stealer or other Tyranid infiltration or infection. For three years, Sergeant Constantinus led his squad on endless patrols through the cave systems of Nova Terra's volcanic plateau, where the Tyranids had made planetfall, cleansing nestling broods with flamer and chainsword, not once seeking reward. However, when rumours led Constantinus to possible Tyranid infection in the city of Certus, he found a growing gene-stealer cult had pervaded the city's ruling aristocracy. As righteous as ever, Constantinus hunted down the infected nobles and their families and swiftly ended the threat. Far from being grateful, the people of Certus were enraged by the summary executions of their leaders and rose up in revolt. Disgusted by this behaviour, his will and patience finally exhausted, Constantinus fueled the fires of rebellion. He led his squad on search-and-destroy missions throughout the city, burning down entire sectors. Soon, the city was ablaze. 
and the flame-choked avenues were awash with blood and rioting mobs. The palaces of nobles, nothing but charred ruins. Constantinus turned on those of his own squad who tried to stop him and cut them down with his own power sword. He appeared before the power-hungry crowd and declared himself the new ruler of Certus. The former sergeant bitterly decried the emperor and his minions, claiming it was the sons of Gilliman that had turned him into such a monster, and he swore to lead the people of Certus to freedom. The few who spoke out against the sergeant were quickly silenced by the renegade himself or his rapidly expanding army of zealous followers. They looted the great cathedral of Certus and melted down its idols and icons to create a great golden edifice dedicated to Constantinus the Liberator. Over many months, the revolt spread from city to city until Constantinus stormed the mansion of the Imperial Commander at the head of an army nearly three million strong. Constantinus beheaded the Imperial Commander and declared the Nova Terra was now free of the Emperor's iron grip. The renegade sergeant renamed the world Constantinium, and under his rule the mob was given free reign. Constantinus plunged his newly conquered world into an anarchic age of darkness as bloodthirsty crowds bayed in the streets and sacrifices were made to the ruinous powers. Called by their dark gods, dozens of Chaos Space Marine warbands travelled to Certus to join the Renegades. Constantinus fought the best champions of Chaos to arrive and defeated them, claiming their warbands for himself. He then embarked on a terrifying pogrom of other planets in neighbouring systems, and within a decade his rampage engulfed the whole sector. Eventually, Imperial forces arrived to reclaim the world, and war raged for 13 years, only ending with the death of Constantinus. Even now, some 300 years later, pockets of rebels still hold out in the volcanic plateau and whisper of the greatness of Constantinus the Liberator. The Bitter War While renegade space marines may provide new converts to chaos, the traitor legions have not given up their ancient war. For 10,000 years, they have raided and despoiled the realms of the Emperor for the glory of the Chaos Gods, or simply to undermine the rule of the Imperium. The word-bearers, once fanatically devoted to the Emperor, have turned their pious nature to the worship of Chaos, and on the worlds they conquer, they raise dark cathedrals dedicated to suffering and sacrifice. In particular, they seek out those worlds where the ecclesiarchy can be found in strength, cardinal worlds, sepulchre planets and relic worlds, and cast down the images of the emperor to replace them with their own twisted statues and trophies. Alone of the traitor legions, the word bearers still have chaplains, the dark apostles, as they are known, who enforce a strict regime of religious observance upon their brethren. Their Primarch Lorgar expects all word-bearers to spend a considerable period of each day in acts of ritual sacrifice, occult study, or dark prayer. Wherever a warband of the word-bearers passes, they leave mutilation and desiccation in their wake. 
while the fire pits of the Chaos Cathedrals on their demon worlds blaze with the corpses of the Emperor's faithful. Divide and conquer. Chaos cults have existed since the dawn of the Imperium. Whether operating covertly or openly rejecting the rule of the Emperor, the Inquisition held a special loathing for the Chaos Space Marines of the Alpha Legion for their part in spreading these insidious demon cults and fanning the embers of heresy into raging fires of bloody rebellion. After the Horus Heresy, the Alpha Legion continued to fight the Imperium by the most covert means. Small units of Alpha Legion warriors set up hidden bases in asteroid fields, space hulks and barren systems throughout the galaxy, each an autonomous warband. Raiding parties still sally forth from these secret bases to catch the defenders of mankind unawares, sabotaging outposts, attacking ships, terrorising settlements and destroying garrisons with deadly efficiency. From these hiding places, the Alpha Legion warbands coordinate and direct the activities of Magistars and Covins from one end of the galaxy to the other, instigating massive insurrections and subverting governments to their cause. These revolts are usually nothing more than diversions and shields for the Alpha Legion's other activities, misdirecting the forces of the Emperor, leading them away from the Imperial worlds the Alpha Legion want to attack. Over the centuries, the Alpha Legion have used this method of warfare to pull Imperial forces to neighbouring sectors before attacking in force, their warships and ruthless soldiers pouring out of the warp to assail a now unprotected world. It was agents of the Alpha Legion who led to the eventual destruction of the Emperor's Swords chapter midway through the 40th millennium. For more than a dozen generations, agents of the Alpha Legion infiltrated the hive slums of Gorstengrad, the Emperor's Swords homeworld. Through subtle manipulation of the most dominant sects and gangs, the Alpha Legion began to take control of the disordered urban nightmare from which the Emperor's Swords recruited, seeding potential future space marines with all manner of deviant philosophies and subconscious triggers. Certain images and phrases used in clandestine rituals on the very young, inculcated following generations to react in predetermined ways. Over many decades, though, many of these brainwashed youths were rejected by the librarians and chaplains. Some were recruited to the Emperor's Swords, a lurking threat unknown even to the recruits. Almost three centuries after they had first put their plan into motion, the Alpha Legion broke out of the Eye of Terror and attacked Gorstengrad. When the Emperor's Swords met them in combat, the Alpha Legion unleashed all manner of hypnotic and disorientating psychic attacks, releasing the nascent personalities hidden deep within the minds of the unknowing infiltrators. Dazed and distressed, these few deranged space marines turned on their battle brethren, and within hours, the chapter disintegrated into a morass of battling factions, some of which joined directly with the Alpha Legion and others who simply fought for their own survival. The Emperor's swords were destroyed, Gorstengrad was razed, and the gene seed of the chapter was stolen.
Many of the chapter's space marines have gone on to become infamous reavers in their own right, either leading warbands of their own or in the colours of the Alpha Legion. The Emperor's Swords were not the first chapter split by the corruption of chaos and certainly will not be the last. Battle brother against battle brother, company against company, the dark gods of chaos can bring division and death even to chapters that few would ever doubt. Sometimes the chapter never recovers, sometimes the loyalists triumph, hunting down and destroying their wayward battle brethren, and on occasion the renegades escape justice and flee the wrath of their former comrades. It is a great stain upon the honour of a chapter for its warriors to turn renegade, and it will be scrutinised heavily for centuries after such events, as agents of the Adeptus Terror and Inquisition seek to root out any lingering malfeasance. And there we go. Just a little quick one today, going into some uh, Chaos Space Marine stuff. I think this is really good to know, and some of it's quite hidden in, like, old lore and everything, so it's good to get a, you know... A refresher, particularly the uh, the Constantinus, Constantius. I thought it was Constantius. In my mind, it was Constantius. The uh, and I thought he was an ultramarine. <laughs> well, I guess he is technically. He's the son of Girly Man. But uh, yeah, I think this is good stuff. And he, like, I like the Chaos stuff, right? And I, I'll, I'll suggest some books here if you want to know more about Chaos Space Marines and stuff. But the thing to remember is that as cool as they are, as like dark and twisted as they are, is like you know. Um, how their uh, their arguments make sense in a certain twisted way, particularly Fabius Boyle, you know? Like, I can see things from his point of view, right? At the, at the end of the day, you, the difference between, like, the forces of chaos and the forces of the Imperium are, um, the forces of chaos will destroy a world for a laugh, right? Not necessarily a laugh, but they'll destroy a world for, you know, out of hand, they'll just slaughter millions, they'll destroy an entire planet, you know, for the gods, for entertainment, for their own love of murder. 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 The Imperium will only really do that out of necessity, you know? <laughs> so, is it the, there's a different mentality there, right? There's a different code of honour functioning. Uh, it's not that the Chaos Guys don't have a code of honour, but it's a very... Twi it's, it, you know, they're fallen angels. I mean, that's the that's the vibe they're going for, you know? They're fallen angels. They are the, the dark cousins of the Space Marines, you know, who are... You know, I mean, it gets a bit dull sometimes, the whole sort of guardians of humanity thing, the angels of death. But uh, it is true. <laughs> it is true. I mean, you read these books, you'll get a vibe for it, but they are interesting, particularly the, the stuff that affects, like, religious stuff and how the Chaos Space Marines view the universe and the sort of choices they've made and their allegiance and stuff. So I like to recommend, obviously, Fabius Bile, I've recommended this a bunch of times. You definitely need it in your life. It's fantastic. He's a really fascinating character, and uh, the books are amazing. You know, they're a great exploration of this character and other characters sort of on the Chaos side of things, and the Dark Eldar as well, which are quite prominent in the series. And Eldar, actually. But uh, and Slanesh and the gods and all that sort of stuff, really fascinating stuff. I've talked too much about it, though. Another one, Lords of Silence. Uh, viewers of the channel know I'm a big fan of that book. Uh, really goes deep on exploring how a Chaos Space Marine is able to justify their existence as a worshipper of Nurgle and how they've come to this place where they're this diseased, bloated creature, this terror, this monster. But in their mind, it's like, it makes sense. And it, and it, 
it's interesting. I don't know how to best express it, but it's really interesting. So definitely pick that up. Uh, another one is um, by Josh Reynolds as well. And he was one of the best because I think uh, the guy really understood. Like, I'm not a religious person at all, right? But I've definitely explored religion. Uh, it's probably because I <laughs> It's because I'm not religious myself or spiritual myself. Although, as I've got older, I've taken on a lot of superstitions. Um, uh, yeah, and definitely on purpose. <laughs> and it seems to have worked out okay, you know. Touch wood, it works, you know. Uh, you're touching the wood, it works, it gives you the blessing. I think so anyway. But that's a super old school one. But anyway, I'm getting distracted. Uh, um, Apocalypse, fantastic book. Uh, really interesting, wasn't expecting it to go to the places it goes. But in terms of like exploring chaos worship and, uh, you know, being devoted to these gods and stuff like that, what that means, you know, how these word bearers, how this word bearer command views the servants of the Imperium, you know, like there's one fantastic scene where he's impressed like he's like he's he's not just impressed he's like in awe of the the faith and the resilience of the sisters of battle you know as he slaughters them he's like you know these are you know i can respect their faith these are true warriors of you know of, of the faith you know it's it's really good it's really interesting and and as well massive revelations in that book and i've never i haven't seen anybody mention uh, about the Anchorite or anything. I did a video on it a while ago. Check that out on my channel. But uh, big revelations about the sort of founding of the Imperial Church and the worship of the Emperor. And the uh, the last one, of course, talking about Chaos Renegades, talking about Chaos Space Marines. It's got to be Aaron Damsky Bowden's, uh, probably his best work, to be honest. Um, the uh, the uh, Night Lords uh, trilogy. Is it trilogy? It might be trilogy with a couple of short stories. But uh, again, excellent exploration of what one of these war bands, how they function and stuff. And... Uh, you know, pretty messed up, really, when you really think about it. Because you kind of, like, again, with a lot of this sort of 40k fiction, you kind of get a nerd to the fact that, like, yeah, you know, he's just going to skin him. It's like, you really think about that? Because <laughs> it's like, why is, why is it was skilling, skinning someone? Why are the Night Lords skinning people and using, like, terror? When they say terror tactics, like, they literally mean they're trying to terrify a population into, like, with public acts of, like, you know, execution and stuff like that. Um, yeah, you know... Like, when, when they capture that assassin, you know, what they do to her in the interrogation, it's pretty messed up, yeah? You know, you've seen that Metallica music video, haven't you? Surely. <laughs> it's pretty messed up. It's pretty messed up. Anyway, that's just me ranting. I'll stop, I'll stop now. Thank you, everybody, for supporting the channel. You've been seeing your name. Scroll by here. Honestly, boys, means the world. Really helps me do this. I can't say thank you enough. If you'd like to support the channel... You can use the links below, but uh, if you can't, no obligation, obviously. But if you uh, wouldn't mind, please giving the video a like. Let me know in the comments what you think. That all really helps with the algorithm and all that stuff. And I'll be back again with even more stuff soon. Much bigger videos on the way and some other stuff and blah 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 It's all coming. Have a good one. Um, yeah, see you next time. See ya. Bye-bye. Ta-ra.